Hi, it's Charlie, and this is TV in the Kitchen, a post-episode recap show where I'm joined by my friends Sean and Sam to discuss the latest series. Right now we're reviewing Succession, releasing Monday mornings, and Barry, releasing Tuesday mornings. Thanks for listening. At Season 4, Episode 8 of Succession, aired tonight, Election Night. Um, with the, So this was like the episode that, that uh, Jesse Armstrong said was like the, the one, right? He said it was like, yeah, the really, really crazy one, which, yeah, it kind of was. I agree in terms yeah. of, like, I guess, like, the large-scale, like, landscape of what Succession is about, but not not really in terms of character, maybe? I mean, I, there there were some big moments, obviously, but I, I mean, I still feel like the, the like, the Logan episode might have been... Yeah, I think that was the biggest, but maybe he didn't want any spoilers coming out i feel like for this episode for me it was like they kind of always have been but this like fully confirmed to me like how evil some of these characters are like just yeah. how terrible they are as human beings like this episode especially roman. In with them just like yeah especially roman who kind of has a soft spot for family but he just no care for like any other person in the country yeah any, yeah, uh... I mean, it was it was nuts. No, yeah, just like I think, yeah, I think maybe this will have like serious implications on the remainder of how like the plot progresses for each of the characters, like all of the main characters. Um, so I think maybe that's why Jesse Armstrong maybe is pointing to it as like craziest episode. Maybe just because like it kind of sets the groundwork for the final two. Um, but I I felt like it was like a it had some really like peak succession moments in it, especially with like Tom and Greg. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I I thought it was a really strong episode. Uh, first I want to say I was happy to see um the actor Adam Godley who played Elliot in Breaking Bad. Yes. Like the... Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, that's who it was. Yeah, I. I saw him in a play a couple years ago called the Lehman Trilogy, which thematically is like very similar to Succession, and he was that's funny outstanding in it. And I've been I've been like thinking I I think about him sometimes because he's like I mean he's like a small character actor he had a role in this great show obviously but like I I always like cite him as the example of like he's the character in a show that like usually doesn't get to like show off how good he is but it's just like clearly like an amazing actor so i, I don't know, i'm just i was happy to see him in this episode he was good in it he had some, some he got a great scene wasabi and lacroix yeah. spilled in his eyes <laughs> yeah that was, yeah, so that was a that like hilarious drag. scene like like contrasting the you know the vastness of this whole election plot line with just like dumb stuff that greg and tom are getting up to yeah sure yeah <laughs> Um, let's jump into it. Alright, so, I guess we, we start off with some Greg and, and Tom, they're kind of, they're plotting throughout this, this episode. I, I like Tom's, like, quote about information at the start. And we're getting some yeah. sort of back and forth, uh, Shiv is Tom like, is very on edge. Yeah. The scene with them, uh, doing cocaine did that do, do we feel what that had 
ramifications throughout the episode. I kind of forgot about that and then just sort of realized. Just I don't now think that so. I don't. I don't think they it didn't, changed. They didn't seem that. No, I don't think it changed how anything would play out. And the Greg Tom thing was interesting to me because I feel like Tom kind of treating him still as a lackey. Um, <laughs> it felt like like Greg wasn't a fan of that, and I think he's leaning maybe more towards being one of Kendall's guys than than Tom's secondhand. Yeah, it seems like he's really grown out of that, and he like even tries to say it himself. Like he still like was a little bit servile towards uh, Tom. But um, he definitely, like, is like, grown into his own player in this, like, succession um, little universe. You're busted back down to Greg tonight was a funny line, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> um, bad for Greg to have to deliver that news at the end. That was a, that was a kind of awkward little scene. Um, just, what, what, did, what did you guys make of that? I, we can kind of go... <laughs> characters yeah i i mean i guess the the jess scene yeah that to me was was one of the most important scenes of this episode because i mean we kind of see obviously like maybe shiv cares to some degree and kendall a little bit but for the kid but like first and foremost before the human side of this it's all about the business deal it's all about the gojo deal it's all about them like they do not consider for a second like what their actions are going to mean for the rest of the country so seeing jess who's, like, one of the only pure characters in the show, always there for Kendall. Like, her kind of fear uh, of this whole situation just really highlighted, like, how evil, like, this thing they're doing is. Yeah. And they, it seemed like, I mean, just reactions around the newsroom even were were not pleasant, not, not happy about this. And yeah, then... I mean, we haven't seen that much from Mencken, but he seems even more so than Trump, just to be, like, a full-on fascist. Like, when, when they have yeah. him giving the speech of, I want to make this country pure again, just, that, like, the undertones yeah. of that are so, so insane. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. Yeah, it was definitely... They're definitely, like, taking it to a whole nother level. That speech from, like, was what we insane. have in reality. Yeah, yeah and that's saying, like, we're going to have, like, a clean slate. It's like It's, like, purging, like, fucking dirt from society is like, like shit like that it's like some crazy fascist like talking point yeah and then you you hear like just these background things throughout the show like there's trucks picking people up and living on the highway they like burn down this milwaukee boating center like it seems just he seems like so so bad and even someone pushed like kendall's own daughter who's like afraid so just like crazy that they backed him to shut down this deal yeah, it is nuts. Yeah, so it's... Right. Yeah, I think, like... Hmm? Yeah, I guess we can come back around to this when we get to, like, Kendall and Roman, because um, I do have some things to say about, like... I don't know, about certain things. I guess, like, last thing I would want to say about if we're going to move on from Greg, or are we going to... Is there more to say? Not a whole lot of, not a um... whole lot of Greg, just kind of... No, I yeah, guess the I big, guess, like, big thing with Greg is what he tells Kendall at the end as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, we know, yeah, he ratted out Shiv. He's definitely picking sides and, like, sticking with Kendall as this guy. But he's definitely flexible. Um, one thing, though, so we were talking about that conversation he had with um, with Kendall's assistant. I, I just, like, totally forgot her name. Um, yes. But Jess, yes. Um, but, yeah, so... 
that I liked that they had like their little moment of like do like he's like I'm just like a guy like it doesn't matter like if I like he's like does it matter like if I tell them like it's not my fault um, that all this is happening and mm-hmm. that was interesting because in this episode we get a taste of a few things right um, you have like the top uh, Kendall and Roman like calling the shots passing it down to Tom Tom calling the shots and they're they are like individuals who have like actual influence on what ATN does. Um, and so it just was like kind of like a good thematic question of like, yes, like there's individuals making decisions, but how much of that is really them just acting as individuals versus kind of like reacting to the environment around them. Like the whole thing of like them making certain decisions about Wisconsin leading into then like they have to make a decision about Arizona and like go with like the like that's like beyond their control it seems and then that kind of leads into them calling the election I just thought it was interesting that we got a little like meta moment of like how much does the individual really matter like in these circumstances yeah yeah like throughout the whole thing a lot of them other than Roman who's really pushing it just like seem to kind of say like oh you know i'm out of like kendall keeps saying i'm out of it i'm not sure like they kind of try to all alleviate blame but everyone there is is kind of complicit in making this happen like no one actually firmly says no at any point yeah yeah i mean i guess yeah it definitely seems like kendall's like conflicted and has like some semblance of humanity until he feels feels betrayed by shiv and then that all is out the door, and he has he makes his move. But yeah, I agree. That's that's well said. That's I mean I I mean I love that their like characters are bringing it up throughout the episode too. Just like what their like role in all this is, what their place in it. Yeah, and then we and we can come back to this as we get through the characters as well. But another thing is like I feel like in general, all the characters really do come down to making decisions that are like benefiting their their position yeah. with, with with respect to like the Matson deal at least and like what they want from it and what they think is going to benefit them in what pretty much amounts to like their class interest and what they think is like gonna help them maintain their their status in the long run i like every character from like connor up to like uh up to kendall and shiv and rome like they make these decisions based on that like underlying what they see as like determinant in their class standing. Totally, yeah. Let's go to I mean, we already talked a little bit about Tom, so let's talk about Tom and Shiv in this episode and just like their their relationship stuff. Um Yeah, totally. Pretty huge moment with them that's kind of tucked in the middle of all this with uh I mean, she kind of approaches him, he's like standoffish and he uses like the the my dad just died defense and he hits her with the you sort of killed him <laughs> sort of yeah and uh, then maybe that was like that was crazy I that mean, was maybe a... that's like the cocaine just like him yeah. being like laser focused like just like saying whatever's coming off the top of his mind because like that was a little dark for him to that say. Was... i mean i don't know it was it was insane for him to say that yeah yeah Crazy, and crazy Tom play. He, he follows it up with she gives the reveal that she's pregnant. And I thought for a second that, you know, he would go into super sensitive 
Tom mode, but his follow-up is accusing her of lying. Is that even which, true? <laughs> is this the supply? Yeah, I know. It, we've said this a lot. This really did feel like a, maybe a point of no return for their relationship. Like, this felt really, yeah. really brutal. I think, yeah. And I don't know if we want to save it for the end, but I have, like, just from this conversation alone, I have a ton of predictions <laughs> for the arc of their relationship. There's a suicide and an abortion, shit. right? Not even okay. Honestly, though, okay. All right, I'm just gonna say okay, it though. Go for it, go I for guess. It. Okay, so I think. Okay, uh, so based on the thing, because ultimately, I guess I'm not. We can circle back, but so Tom, right after this conversation, things fall apart for Shiv's plans with Matson. Blah blah blah. Like she's pissed by the end of the episode and in a very stressful state with her relationship with Tom. And Tom, on the other hand, um is like being which we only saw briefly at the end of the episode kind of like he's being painted as like this decision to call the election came from tom womb scams like yeah and they're like atn is reporting that themselves so we had they're both like in this weird state so i think shiv is going to be really stressed out i don't think she's gonna have an abortion I, that's like because I, I think she wants to have a baby and i think she wanted to like real tom she back in with this pregnancy thing you could be a good mother too i think yeah but I think she might have a miscarriage now. She's going to be really stressed out, which is oh. really sad. Jeez, but man. I think, like, yeah, and it's be really fucked up. But I, I kind of think, like, it's going to be kind of grim for for Shiv. But as a result of that, um, I also think that without the baby in the picture, and Shiv already feels this way, I think, based on, because after that conversation, she goes to Kendall in Rome and is like, basically implying that she's done with Tom and she wanted them to get rid of Tom. I feel like that's going to set the track for Tom being pushed out of ATN as it stands on the basis of potentially the Mankin stuff being rolled back eventually. Um, and then them blaming it on Tom, which we kind of got a glimpse of slightly. And then Tom is going to, and then on top of like Shiv, having a miscarriage, Tom really has nothing to live for, so he's going to actually just, like, kill himself and end his life, yeah. So, Jesus. I, 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 I guess these predictions are... Wait. No, I, I could see Tom being this kind of fall guy because oh, Kendall yeah. and Roman don't need him, and maybe Kendall feels bad about how it ends up with Shiv, and they use this as, like, some kind of peace offer, so I could very easily uh, see Tom being out of the picture. I don't think she has a miss. Why would she, I don't think we'll get to the, close to the point of like her. Yeah, she's like not yeah, even with with the pace of the season. Unless there's like some time skip, uh, it seems like these next episodes, the funeral, which is a day later. Yeah, episode after that, like I don't know if we'll get a few months later. Like it, it, it seems like the next two episodes will be pretty short. It's gonna be like a time skip, like in Barry. Yeah. Or all just, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe maybe, half, maybe halfway through the finale, halfway through the finale, we jump like a year. <laughs> not that, <laughs> probably not. I do. I don't know. I kind of feel like some crazy things are going to happen between them, but the maybe years, it is too too short of a timetable. The years twenty thirty two and Connor Roy is uh, shooting up in the polls. Is is uh yeah his tenure. <laughs> the con heads the, are coming. The fun guy in Uruguay has gotten him some 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 traction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I yeah, like it too. I don't know. I don't know about the miscarriage, but yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Just kind of going up, going for all of it. <laughs> you go for it. I have some theories too, but we'll, we'll come, we'll come back around to that. Um, okay. So let's talk about Connor then, and then we can just get to the, the siblings after that. Yeah, Connor just. Yeah, it's a funny. At for, I was thought it was really funny when he was like, the, it was such a funny scene, and they're like, "All right, if it's gonna be anywhere, it's gonna be Kentucky," and then he just announced <laughs> on the TV screen like, "It's Kentucky is called for Jared Mankin," and then they're like, "Oh my god!" It just shows this like insane delusion. Because last episode, he was hyping up that in I think Alaska he maybe had five percent, and I don't know why he he thought that could just jump to like forty percent a day later. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> such a such a funny character that way like like he turns the tv off the silence in the room the pierce guy is still there with him so i love so uh, yeah like the connor's like schrodinger's cat the yeah or willa just yeah, i could be president like, schrodinger's cat too while they're on the couch i yeah. i love that also as as like the scene is like cutting away from him you hear him say if i do win that's the story of all time and then like <laughs> And then it says it just makes an election so much more interesting when you're in it. <laughs> yeah, it's really so funny. He's so yeah, good. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss Connor when the show's over. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's he's, he's really great. It's all like alas, Kentucky. He's like, no, we don't hate Kentucky. Alas, Kentucky. Alas, <laughs> vanity. <laughs> just like, what is he saying? <laughs> um, but yeah. So then he goes. Election HQ um, talks with Roman, asks if he can get a position, and then he gives this really strange concession speech. Where <laughs> I think within it, I don't know, was he talking about Shiv when he said, like, there's one woman in the campaign that didn't want it? What did he say exactly there? I don't, I think he was referring to like events that we didn't see, yeah, like events that just, oh, just, just airing, airing a personal grudge. Okay, and then yeah. I think he ends it with the con heads are coming, the con heads, which yeah. is hilarious. <laughs> I loved like the one Frank line in this whole episode being Connor was running for president. Yeah, like, that was yeah Frank's still so chilling. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of just like. Like the three of them, like Hugo, Frank, Carl, just kind of chilling in that room. Oh my like, god, Hugo! Hugo has just yelling at the TV and one of the screens. That was such a like that's such a funny like thing to even shoot. Is just like two lines from those guys just sitting in a room watching this go down. Um, yeah, it really was hilarious. Okay, any last comment? Where did wait? Where did he end up again? So now he's going okay. to Slovenia. Okay. Slovenia with Willa. I'm not, I'm not sure how that works, but I don't know if that means they'll have to live like a large portion of the year in Slovenia. Yeah, they totally would. Yeah. They'd like live in the US embassy in Slovenia, at least for a part of it the year. But yeah, I mean, who knows? It's just like a promise for now. So yeah. Who knows if that'll actually happen for them? But not that we'll see it. I guess I mean do we do we think Mencken is like serious about honoring his deals? Maybe. I mean, maybe maybe for, like, some of them. Who knows? I don't think I we have, think, like, enough insight into his character. I, I feel like he is, because I don't think he has anything to gain from, like, letting this Gojo deal go through. Like, knowing yeah. he's, he's friends with the CEO of, like, sure. one of the two biggest news companies. And I, I, I don't think there's going to be any kind of betrayal 
But Sean, I, I think, he's, he's yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah, I he's guess a, he he's is a bad evil. guy. He's the bad guy. He's, but, a, Sean, you know. he's, a, he's a fascist. You can't trust him. He's a bad you guy. You can't he's, trust him. He's it, the it villain. Just, it would be really bad for the show if, in, with two episodes left, you do some weird supervillain fascist plotline. <laughs> so, so I think we could count it out. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, fair. Okay, so let's talk about, I mean, just like the central sibling drama. Unless there's any last Connor thoughts. No, no, not much. No, more no, no theories. No theories for the last two episodes. Of what's going to happen to him? No, I think he's. He might say some weird shit at the funeral, but then after oh that, God. there's not much left for him. I think. Yeah. I think he's just. Uh, he's just going to be chilling with whatever whatever goes on. He'll be he'll be water. He flows. I will say, actually, one last comment for Greg. Was I mean we've been kind of talking throughout the season about like Greg's role and everything because obviously like there were those ideas like people had about like Greg becoming like the one and Greg like winning it all somehow, and I was kind of I was disappointed not because that wasn't happening I never thought that would be the case but I it did kind of feel like he had been just sidelined to like comedic relief guy where in the past he had, like, shown, like, glimpses of involvement, and I feel like this was the first episode in the season where he really had, like, a role to play. And, yeah, uh, I think yeah. the biggest plot focus with him, with the whole Madsen thing, like, he has that one-on-one conversation with Shiv, like, I don't know if they've ever even shared a scene together. Yeah. And then... They shared decides, a scene in episode like, one, yeah, where she took he, $20 from him to yeah, use on okay, the vending machine, and it was his last 20 <laughs> and then he, he decides that Kendall is the best bet over Shiv and that betrayal kind of Greg maybe decides the election for America. Yeah. Uh, inadvertently. So yeah. Big moment. Big Greg yeah. moment. Yeah. No, I think yeah, I think this is kind of like the peak of Greg and his role. It's like he he gets little tidbits of information and can be valuable to the big players here and there. And then he just has been executing well in those cases like he seems like he's just trying to pick his horse he's yeah. not gonna like be the horse ever yeah. but he's picking <laughs> here analogy. and there he's not gonna become the horse yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> really he's not um but yeah i guess we could also talk about mattson real quick before we get to the siblings oh um, yeah sure. he was kind of in the background throughout the episode we just kind of got a couple scenes where he was calling shiv and seeing what's up it was funny that like he took that Greg was out with him the night before drinking and like Greg had that funny line when he spoke to Tom and is like, they made me do weird shit. I danced <laughs> with like an old man and I, he didn't want to dance. <laughs> so drink that you normally don't drink. <laughs> yeah. That's such a good line. What did you guys think yeah. of Matt's in this? His, I mean, his reaction at the end seemed like, uh, seemed genuine, not just for like his own, uh, reasons but also he just he seemed to have a general reaction to what had happened yeah i mean he probably recognizes it as being just like a crazy event overall yeah but yeah definitely also it does affect him with his ambitions and ultimately i think that's what shiv is trying to say to him like at the end that final conversation like we're gonna fuck them blah 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 like she's sticking with Matson, and then she's gonna try and uh shoehorn her way into and back into whatever 
whatever Roman yeah, and, and Shiv and, and Roman and Kendall end up doing. Like very unwilling to to want to disclose the Indian information. So I have a feeling that there's going to be some kind of conflict between him and Shiv. I don't know. Shiv has very few uh, conflicts left in her her lifeline yeah. at the moment. It seems I don't know. I don't know if she can afford to have a conflict with anyone. Um. Okay, so I liked uh, at the start of the episode, Nate Nate uh, referenced Watchmen. Always good. Who watches the Watchmen? Yeah. Good to hear. Um, Kendall gets a phone call from Bravo, who's asking about being followed and yeah and i was like oh yeah that's uh that's probably my guy yeah it's probably my guy <laughs> i love how he says that and i love him like like telling looks like sophie I, lo- I love you like on the on the phone and so you could just see sophie's face just completely just nothing oh, yeah God. yeah kendall's just like such an absentee father yeah um throughout the show and so it's very, it's like, and it's like, it's sad that like, he's just like, he thinks and like, and it's weird. Cause he has like this inner kind of like Logan complex that has, that he was even starting to recognize, you know, with yeah. his conversation later with Shiv, um, where just like, he thinks he's, he's like, he's saying everything I'm doing is like for my children, literally what Logan said in season one and after, um, but and it's just he's really not acting in the best interest of his children. He's always just thinking about himself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Once again, good that he knows their names at least. That it's funny that it was like a long time question people had. Um. I loved uh, so like Roman kind of proposes like talking with with Mencken face to face, and Kendall's like. So I was like, no, I'll, like wait till tomorrow. It seems sweaty. But I'm using that term was yeah, it's funny. funny. Um, so he talks to Jimenez on the phone. We have we we haven't seen Jimenez, right? We have not ever seen Jimenez. He does not seem to be a Kendall Roy fan. No, not not at all. Yeah, yeah, they're really just like boxing out that whole communication line. Um, just really not trying to talk to anyone from the ATN side. Yeah. And by the end of the episode, it seems like they've just like disconnected their phone numbers entirely. <laughs> um so you, Sam, you had the theory last week. You I mean you predicted Khan wouldn't drop out, which you were right about, but you 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 thought Mankin would end up losing and that would be what the whole uh, like riot ordeal would be. Um yeah, I thought yeah, I kind of thought it was going to be um, I I thought that it was going to be that Mankin was going to lose, and that they were going to try and say that he still won. But now it just seems like Mankin may have won, and they're saying that he won. It, so it seems though that it's very unclear with this this Milwaukee thing that maybe yeah, totally. if there was a recount, it would be the like Bush Gore type thing. And yeah, I, I guess like that's like the rise confusion. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it's like a fusion between like the Bush Gore stuff and like the Trump, like Fox News, like voter fraud thing, but like yeah. kind of in reverse. Like it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because I didn't expect it to be like this case of um, 
like where there was more ambiguity than it seemed. I thought they were just going to flat out like deny some results or something and be like, yeah, I didn't think that it would be this intense where there was like an actual like physical intervention that like screwed up real vote counts that like turned the tide of the election. I thought it was going to be a similar thing to like what actually happened like in real life with like the Arizona thing where like nothing ever, obviously like it was totally different. It wasn't this extreme. It was like just like, Trump and it was like Arizona and Georgia and like they claimed like oh like there was a voter fraud or some shit and they like tried to demand a recount um and then there's like nothing ever happened and it was just like a weird like voter fraud narrative on Fox News for a couple of months and nothing panned out but it, like obviously wasn't as serious as like what's happening in the show here so um yeah i but it is interesting cuz yeah like they're sticking with Mankin, and I, right for now, like it's not going to lead to anything. I think, like ultimately, to like make an addendum to my prediction would be that um, Mankin is going to be like ousted as like the him calling himself the president elect because of like some whatever happens with the Milwaukee thing, and then I think at that point, if ATN is still pushing the narrative because of say like Roman's ambitions then that's when that's what triggers like maybe the riots that we've seen clips of in mm. trailers. Yeah. I mean the scene with like Roman kind of like putting his hands out, letting the rioters run past him is so weird. Cause he just seems like someone that hates interacting with like, you know, regular people. So I know Roman was really feeling himself this episode. Like it, it's so crazy. He just, I think sees, like like people within his class as almost I don't know like a different race than everyone else. Like he, well, he's, yeah. he kept saying like that line again and again in the episode is it doesn't matter, nothing's gonna change, and that's true for him, and just not true for any anything else. So yeah, it's really evil performance from Roman, kind of a throwback to the Kendall's birthday party episode where. It feels like when Roman is winning and gets a high, he just becomes like this this massive asshole and like feeds on itself and just kind of keeps going. So, yeah, I, I hated him in this one. I was gonna say that uh, it seemed like there were other like it didn't seem like ATM was like the first network to to announce uh, Mankin's victory though. Like yeah, the, like the two networks they were referencing, I think, were meant to be these very right-wing, like, Breitbart-news-type places that don't uh, have yeah, a category totally of, like, true. a CNN. Yeah, so like they were like, the first, you know, proper news org to be announcing it. Like, if you think, you know, there's Fox, CNN, and then SBC, I think that's it. Uh, and, and Yeah, but whichever the, the third one is, that's not as important. So, so they yeah. were like the first big one announcing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they're just kind of like fringe networks, like One American News, which is like some crazy like fringe right wing network. We're gonna um, we're gonna throw out that you 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 right. get like, you get a Canadian pass for for not knowing MSNBC there. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> That's true. Defend your disclaimer. defend your reputation there, real quick. Yeah, we we have very yeah. different news up here in, in the north <laughs> yeah all um so there's the whole like touchscreen malfunction debacle 
That was hilarious. Another oh hilarious scene along along with the sushi, just kind of go, like flowing through the whole thing. You have like Tom yelling at the, this new character, um, who I guess is in charge, and Kendall's Damn. watching. He's like, what, "What the fuck is up with the touchscreen?" He's calling just a a really funny course of events, and something that seems pretty normal. Like I, I don't know, they seem to be overreacting. Yeah, yeah totally. Love... It's funny because they like ended up getting to the third one too. <laughs> I love in this in this like they kind of frame it as if like they're not at the so like same location as like the siblings like and then a- as this happens they just kind of like walk into the room like they were just like in the next room or something and yeah no no space. it starts and it seems like Tom is like boots on the ground with Greg and they're they're somewhere else and they're just like one flight <laughs> of stairs up the whole time. <laughs> Which which is funny, and there's also this this funny running thing to the episode where I know for the siblings and Tom, this is like the first election they're running, so they're just you know super frantic, and every everyone else seems kind of just to be telling them to like chill out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so Shiv and Roman have like a serious conflict in this episode. Um, just with the, with their opposing forces i guess in this race really ends up with like kendall being caught in the middle i i love like his like kind of uh like d- depressed line where he's just like i i just think it's hard and uh yeah just no, kind of just the this massive internal conflict i guess between his kids and the deal and ultimately he, he chooses the deal and i guess to try to like free himself of the guilt he's saying he tries to call call his wife call rava or ex-wife rather and and spend time with him but he full-on chose like the deal over his kids yeah yeah 100 um, percent. i love tom like calls shiv like a little unhinged during that and like kendall just like straight up yells at him yeah uh still always even though last episode he said you know the whole love them not in love with them um he's always been very defensive of the siblings we saw it you know, defending Roman after Logan slapped him. So that was a, yeah. a cool to see them continuing with that character trait from him. Yeah, it's like the kind of like House of the Dragon, like like I will, like I will insult my brother. You will not. You with a sword, but we're chill. Um, type thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just mean like how like Damon was like fine with like back talking like Viserys, but if anyone else did it, he would like he would, he was like like shut the fuck up. No, no, exactly. And yeah, it's interesting with, with the Shiv and Roman dynamic because it feels like of the four siblings, like they're maybe the the two closest to each other, but they're always at each other's throats. I don't know if this felt maybe more intense than other arguments because of the implications, but I don't know, they seem to always make it up those two. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it definitely seemed like Roman was taking it to another level there. Um, At least like further than I remember seeing with, with those two at least, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Kendall's birthday party was a good comparison. I, I hadn't thought about that, but that, like, you definitely took it too far with Kendall in that episode and now here with Chip. Um, okay, do we have any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, one last thing with Roman, we talked about how bad he was. This episode, for me, also reinforced that I think he is the worst of the three siblings to run the company. Like, he seems to have no 
respect at all for how things are done or optics or how things should look like he's just i don't know running around yeah, like he's like he's like thinks he's god he's just telling people to do things that might be illegal like pushing things and yeah, I don't know, he's, he's just, just too erratic so he's so erratic with the firing like firings last episode like i think the least like his dad easily of the three and sure. Um, yeah, definitely really unfit. And I think he's going to crash and burn this season. I don't really see any way it ends with him in like a like on top at the end. Yeah, I'm expecting next episode to be a huge like Roman downfall episode. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer, but it's him like kind of rehearsing the speech yeah. he's gonna give at the funeral. <laughs> and, yeah, no, uh, really, yeah like... I think that speech is gonna go so terribly. Uh he's gonna like go off on a tangent that just like totally sends things into the shitter. And I feel like Jerry, like, not really being in this episode, like, kind of biding her time. Like, she's, like, like I think she's going to come back and hit hard at some point. I think she's going to bring him bring him down. Um, yeah, totally. I think that whole story, whole storyline with him and her, there's there's got to be some reason for it, I think, beyond just, like, like a romantic subplot and Especially like him having just fired her and the threats she made. I think those are serious. I think something's going to happen. That's my, my main prediction for the next episode. Um, but also, just I mean, look, just quickly to mention the in the trailer, we see like a bunch of people coming back. Yeah, we saw Uncle Ewan and Ewan. Marka, we, which is yeah, exciting because I think we talked a few episodes ago. Like I, I was pretty sure we'd seen the last of them, but I guess I wasn't thinking at the time. Of this funeral episode, so I don't know. Maybe we get Carrie there too. Who knows? This really seems. Like I hope we get Carrie. The like biggest like like just it seems like everybody's there. Yeah, like every important succession yeah. character, you'll you'd have a bunch of people that would otherwise have no reason. Like you'll have, you know, the the old guard. You'll have Rava, uh, Matson, Mencken was there. So it does seem yeah like a pretty crazy. I think it's gonna yeah. I think it's really gonna set up like the the final kind of act of all these plot lines that have been developing between all these different characters. Because we, you like you guys said, we're really getting everyone. Like Stewie's probably gonna be there. Um, Sandy will be there. Like we're really gonna see all of these like peripheral characters coming back into the frame and making their some of them could be their final appearance and others just like setting the path for how they close out their part of the story. Definitely. Like I said uh, at the start of this about how like this episode, the election felt like a kind of like look at like the grander drama uh, in the subtext of succession. I think this episode will just hammer out like the, the last little, like, little character one-on-one character dramas that need to be set up for the finale, and I'm I'm super excited for it. Two episodes left. Yep, I know it's crazy. Thanks, guys. Thanks.